Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Hello, sweet mama. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to just ask you a question. I want to do a little check-in. How are you? Take a deep breath and ask yourself, how am I? Am I doing okay? What do I need? Where am I at? How am I feeling? I know that our days get crazy, crazy busy, and we often don't take the time to ask ourselves, how am I doing today? Or to check in. And today's episode is going to be a lot about self-awareness. It's going to be a lot about understanding self-sabotage. And before we jump into that, I want to ask you, how are you doing today? And then I want to prompt you to ask yourself on the regular, how am I? Am I doing okay? What do I need? Where am I at in life? Where am I at in things? How can I set myself up for success, feel better, know better, and do better? And do I need help? right? It's so important for us to start, you know, having an awareness around those questions so that we can live a fulfilled and joyful life. And what I want to chat with you about today is how we use food as a way to cope with hard things in our life and how to recognize it so that we are not self-sabotaging. I cannot even begin to tell you guys how many women I see on Instagram just this week posting a picture of a salad and saying, I'm going to start eating healthy. We'll see how, how long this lasts. And I remember saying the same thing to myself not very long ago, about six, seven years ago. I would crush it for a week or two. And then something would inevitably, oh, that's a hard word to say, inevitably <laughs> throw me off of my healthy eating plans. And then all of my efforts were down in the toilet. I would feel so stressed out. I would run to the pantry and I would grab the Oreos. And you guys know that's like my kryptonite. It's what I go to is the Oreos. And I would go to a birthday party and I would eat all of the cupcakes. And after a few, you know, great weeks of healthy eating, I would tell myself, but I deserve to indulge in this weekend. Oh my gosh. How many of us have, have had that very conversation with ourselves? I deserve to indulge this weekend. And then I'd give myself permission to eat all the things that I'd been craving all week, all the things that I told myself no to all week. Whatever the situation was, the next day I would hop on the scale and be completely and totally disappointed with the number that I saw. And I'd tell myself that I had failed again and I'd beat myself up and I have all of that negative talk, all of that negative conversation going on in my head. And I would give up on healthy eating and just go back to my old habits of eating whatever sounded good or whatever my emotions wanted, right? Oreos, cupcakes, peanut butter and jelly, all of the things. I was so 
frustrated with that cycle, but I didn't know why it was happening, how it was happening, and I for sure did not know how to break it. It took me a few years, but I finally realized that I was actually self-sabotaging when I used food as a comfort or a reward. Once I made that connection, I was able to finally break free of the cycle, understand it, have awareness around it, and get ahead of it before it swallowed me whole, right? You can break that cycle too, mama, once you realize why you're self-sabotaging, how you're self-sabotaging yourself, and what to do instead, now we're talking about freedom from getting on that hamster wheel and running on and off the diet, on and off healthy, on and off feeling good every week of our lives. Having this level of awareness may just be the thing that helps you break through the diet walls and helps you live the healthy life of your dreams. Okay. So one of the very first things that we want to talk about is how we self-sabotage when things get too good. I know this sounds crazy and I love the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And listen, I will be honest with you. Half of the people that read it are like, this is garbage. And half the people that read it are like, wow, that really resonated with me. And I took a lot away from that. Plain and simple, one of the reasons that he talks about us self-sabotaging is because we are uncomfortable with a certain level of happiness, which is so true for me. And I know it sounds so silly, but I will tell you that oftentimes when things are going so good, in the back of my mind, I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. And because my little teeny tiny primal brain does not like that feeling, guess what I do? I self-sabotage. If that rings true to you at all, this is one of the books you've got to read because for me, it put it so clear as day. I know it sounds so dumb. I know it. But when we feel like things are too good in our lives, we subconsciously believe that we don't deserve to be that happy or have it that good. So without even realizing it, we self-sabotage our success so that we can be in a comfortable spot because our brain likes to be comfortable. It doesn't like to be stretched. It doesn't like to be in unfamiliar territory. This even applies to the good habits that we're trying to create, right? Starting to eat a healthier way, exercising. Those things make us uncomfortable, even if they're good for us. The brain will find a reason to try and keep us at a comfortable spot. When we stretch ourselves and try to grow, it gets uncomfortable and it doesn't care if comfortable means unhealthy, right? Even when we logically know it's not where we want to be. We also self-sabotage to protect ourselves from failure. We can't fail a diet if we never start one. We can't fail healthy if we don't try. We can't fail going to the gym if we don't actually go to the gym. We can't fail at these things if we don't allow ourselves to test it and to try it, right? These changes would be good for us if we stuck with them, but they run the risk of failure and failure is scary. And what our primal brain does not want to do is it does not want to fail, right? Another way that we self-sabotage is to make us more comfortable and to make things easier for ourselves. We don't want to be uncomfortable. Our body, our brain's only mission is to keep us comfortable. (laughs) Do you realize that? Everything that our brain does is to self-preserve and to keep us as comfortable as possible. So how do we overcome our self-sabotage? 
If you want to stop self-sabotaging, then you need to do three little things. Number one, identify how you self-sabotage. Self-awareness is huge, and if we can identify it, we can get ahead of it. Number two, celebrate your wins. What we celebrate, we replicate, and we want all of the good stuff. And then number three, start looking for good in your day. These three things can help you recognize your efforts at sabotage and stop them so that you can achieve your health and weight loss goals. I know you're thinking to yourself that I'm crazy and this does not matter, but I'm telling you right now, these are the three things that we work on in my Macros Made Easy program every single week for the 12 weeks or more that we work together, and this is the game changer for people. So identifying how you self-sabotage, the first step is to identify how we do it. If we don't know what we're doing, we simply cannot stop it. Most of my clients use food as a way to self-sabotage. I mean, can I get an amen, sister? Raise your little hand. I know what that's like. We disguise it by saying that we're rewarding ourselves for a job well done. I talked about it earlier, but telling yourself that you deserve to eat dessert, to have drinks, to eat the entire day because you've worked hard all week is kind of silly, right? You've worked hard all week at being healthy and at eating foods that, you know, serve you. And then we reward ourselves by eating foods that don't serve us. And that self-sabotages our effort, right? We focus on our health because we deserve to be healthy, to feel good, to live as long as possible. We earn what we have. We reap what we sow. If you want to be healthy, you have to earn it. If you want to eat whatever you want, then you have to accept the consequences of those choices. It's not a reward. You're not a puppy. You are a human. And if you are working hard all week at being healthy and then you reward yourself with unhealthy, that is self-sabotage in and of itself, right? So we have to learn to recognize the language that we are using with ourselves as far as I've earned this. It's a reward. I treat myself to this because you're not a puppy, you're a person, right? And those thoughts behind those actions causes us to self-sabotage. And when we stop those thoughts, you can finally stop self-sabotaging. It changes your perspective on your food, okay? So we've got to be aware of our thoughts. Now, the second thing that we talked about doing is celebrating your wins instead of your losses. Now that you know how you're self-sabotaging, it's time to put a stop to it. I found that what we celebrate, my sisters, we replicate. This can go either way. If you celebrate or focus on the bad things, then guess what? We celebrate and we focus on the bad things. But if you celebrate the good things and do well, then you're going to replicate those actions. You're going to see them more often in your life. One tool that I use with my clients is writing down a win for the week. Every single week when we show up to check in, to see where they're at, to to answer questions and to give feedback, the very first thing that I ask my clients is, what's your win for the week? It's so easy for them to start out with what I have not done well this week. I sucked at this. I couldn't this. I couldn't that. But I don't let them do it, especially when it comes to our food choices. We don't want to focus on the things that don't serve us. Instead of asking my clients, hey, girl, what went wrong this week? I ask them, what went right? What was your win for the week? When we can recognize the good things that we've done, we feel empowered and we can keep doing those things. After asking about a win for the week, I ask my clients, is there anything you could have done better? 
This question allows us to pinpoint where we're struggling so that we can improve, right? We're not just walking around on cloud nine pretending like life isn't happening to us, but we don't want to just focus on the negative things or the things that we're not good at, right? It's not a question intended to make anyone feel bad, but to analyze what you could do better for the next week to be 1% better and to set yourself up for success, right? Then finally, I asked my clients, what was the most fun about your week? Weight loss and health can be a very serious topic, but if we forget to have fun with our food, we begin to resent it. I don't know about you. I don't want to resent mealtime. We have to do it multiple times a day for the rest of our lives. Enjoying our food is important. And if we enjoy our food, it keeps us from self-sabotaging ourselves, right? If you have a fun food or a food you enjoy every day, then you're less likely to go off and binge on it, right? Sometimes, and it's so funny, I just had this conversation with my clients last week. I had a woman who was so excited. She's like, listen, I went to dinner, we had a wonderful dinner, and then we ordered dessert, and it was crazy. She's like, I had one bite, and I checked in with myself. How do I feel? What am I thinking? Where's my full and and hunger cues at? And she's like, one bite was all I needed to enjoy that dessert. That was it. I took one bite. She felt so empowered by this. So guess what? We celebrated the junk out of that, right? In my Macros Made Easy program, you can have fun foods every single day and still live a healthy life. And sometimes, mamas, it just takes one bite to feel satisfied. Okay. So the third thing that we want to talk about is focusing your energy on the good things instead of the bad things. I want you to know that you get to choose where your focus and your energy goes. Nobody else gets to choose that for you. If you want to avoid self-sabotage, then you need to choose to focus your energy on the good aspects of your health. What is going well in your world? Listen, our bodies are always listening to our brain. And if you are constantly beating yourself up, saying negative things to yourself. Your body is listening. One way that I do this is by saying, I get to, instead of I have to, I get to do laundry. I get to do loads and loads and loads of laundry because I have four incredibly healthy, brilliant, amazing, energetic people in my world that I get to serve not I have to do laundry, right? Think about the power of walking around in your world saying I get to instead of I have to. I wake up early in the morning so that I can start my day the way that I want to before my kids need me. I encourage you to do the same thing. If the second my alarm went off, I said I have to get up now. I mean, ew, gross. I get to get up now. My day would be miserable if that was my first thought, right? And I know for a lot of us, that is our first thought, having to do something the second we wake up, right? Having to do something usually means it's a decision we're not making for ourselves. However, when we say, I get to wake up early and start my day, I get to meal prep, I get to go to the gym, I get to run my kids to soccer practice for a million hours, it automatically changes the feeling around the activity. You can absolutely apply this to your food choices and your health journey. I get to eat these vegetables that will give me the nutrients that keep me healthy. I get to move my body and get stronger by going to the gym. I get to, right? These I get to examples breathe so much more life into you than saying I have to because it's a choice you are making for yourself. Ultimately, the only way you can stop self-sabotaging is to realize that you are worthy of living an exceptional life. Don't fear the joy. Don't fear the happiness. Don't fear the success. Don't fear the failure. 
Live presently and be excited about the moment that you are in. You deserve to be healthy and to be happy. Once you make that mindset shift, mamas, you'll have an easier time sticking to your food boundaries. I can promise you. I watch it happen week after week after week after week in my Macros Made Easy program. It is awesome. These ladies truly transform not just their food choices, but their entire world by focusing on these things. Mama, I hope that this podcast inspired you. I hope it gave you a few tools in order to turn around and change the way that you are looking at, you know, your successes and your failures and your life and your health and your your weight loss journey. If this resonated with you and you're like, I want to hear more of this kind of stuff all the time. 24-7, every single day of the week, I want to invite you to my Busy Mom Simple Nutrition free Facebook page on Facebook, obviously. But in that free Facebook group, it's called Busy Mom Simple Nutrition. We hang out big time. We talk about all the mama things, right? Relationships, food, recipes, um, hacks, tips, tricks, just to live an easier, healthier, happier, more involved, more joyful life. If you want more of that, I would highly encourage you to click on the link in this in these video notes. Um, scroll to the bottom. You'll see a link to my Busy Mom Simple Nutrition and join the group. I would love to see you in there. That's what I have for you this week, mama. If you need anything for me, you reach out to me and let me know until I see you next week. Be well, and we will chat soon. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.